just like those first couple games or like those games in general since everyone was there and it was so exciting and it was one of my it was my first college basketball games so it's like one of my favorite memories with everyone being there and it being so loud inside the gym Let's get rolling and welcome everyone back to the round of part of the pandemic. We took a week off to regroup. I certainly did. And we have some things to get uh, to as we enter the final full week of classes. And the announcements are as follows. Uh, April 28th, which is a Wednesday for those uh, without the calendar. We will host our pre-exam jam. It'll start about 10 a.m. We will do uh, gift cards for all of our students out in Lot C. So if you're looking for a free lunch or dinner, um, we'll have some gift cards to places like uh, Elvira and Lulu Beans and, 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 and the like, our gangs, wherever we've had in the past. We'll also be giving out t-shirts. We'll also have like tailgate games uh, throughout campus that day. We'll also be offering a lunch uh, from 12 till about 1.30 in the Lion's Den Cafe. And that will be our pre-exam jam. Also, if you participate in the games, you'll have opportunities to win other prizes like Penn State mugs or Penn State glasses or Penn State hats. So make sure you come to campus on Wednesday, April 28th and partake in all of those super fun festivities. And uh, be mindful that that is the final actual full week of class. Yeah, we'll play music for sure. Oh, okay. I just wanted to know because since D-Jack isn't on yet, I would like just one like event where there's live music and people are allowed to dance. <laughs> well, we're not the town from Footloose, so we'll definitely allow dancing if that's what people want. But I can also promise you that D-Jack will probably not participate in the dancing as his opinion on him dancing is very well known throughout the podcast. I, he cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe David is the mayor from the town of Footloose. Who oh, banned. he's definitely the mayor. <laughs> no fun allowed. Um, Melissa, you have an announcement, correct? I do. Wait for okay. it. I'm just kidding. So the week of April 26th through the 30th is the last week of classes. And that's when our research fair, which typically is our research fair, will be held. Um, but since most... Um, activities are remote that one will be as well I believe there will be some type of website that you can go into and look at all of the students research throughout the semester and uh, I don't know vote on it or like kind of grade it I don't know because there's so much police chatter in the background I can't even figure out <laughs> so look out for that week the research fair is coming I'm sorry, I missed all of that because there was so much police. Did you hear that? I like I couldn't even think of what to say. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, yes, fantastic. Lots of good stuff. The final week of classes. Yes. Uh, our guest today is actually going to partake in said research fair. A, another student athlete, another soon to be graduate. Uh, today we welcome... Jonathan J.B. Brown. Welcome, Jay Bizzle. Hi, thank you. Uh, you know, we really should have had J.B. earlier, but I'm so glad we could get him on before he graduated. 
Um, and I have so many questions for you, but first let me get started JB and say, uh, my first question is, and we, I think we've all answered this before, but if you could have lunch with any celebrity, who would it be and why? The first person that pops in my head is Will Smith. Um, just because I've, I've watched a lot of like his, like just his part, like his talks with interviews and I like a lot of his movies. I liked him as an actress and like, he just seems like a down to earth person. And I like a lot of his motivational speeches and stuff like that. So I think he'd be a cool person to talk to. And uh, I dig that. With. Yeah. What's to the animated movie? Was it called Spies in Disguise or something yes, like that? With Will Smith, yeah. I watched that this past weekend. I I couldn't believe how funny it was. He's funny. I could not stop laughing. That movie was so good. Gemini Man was really good. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's it's worth a watch. What one? Gemini Man. I've heard of that, but I'm not seen it. It's one of his newer ones. It's pretty good. Did you see Bad Boys 3? Oh, yeah. I thought, honestly, I was like, really? They're older now. How are they going to pull this off? It was very good. I did. I liked it. I really like that one. All right, JB, I have another question for you. How did you end up at Penn State Shenango? Um, so my first year of college, I went to BC3 for my general education, which is Butler County Community College. Um, I got to go there for free, so I decided to get my gen eds there. And then when I was working my summer job at my local high school um, for basketball for league, um, my previous head coach, which is Ralph Blondo, talked to our previous head coach from Penn State Shenango's basketball team, Andre Smith, and they talked together and Andre Smith at Penn State Shenango and so that's what brought me there for three years since then. Okay. <laughs> Melissa, I'm sure you have questions. I don't want to fire all of my questions at JB right, right off the bat. I have lots of questions for JB, but I feel like I'm going to like take them over from DJAC. Well, you know, maybe he'll be running late. He'll be running super late. So you might as well ask him. JB, yeah. what is one of your favorite memories from being at the Penn State Channel campus? Because... You're graduating this May. So first of all, congratulations. But as you look back at your time at Shenango, what would you say is like one of your, even if you can't think of like a, like a specific moment, like what's one of the, one of your favorite things about the campus or a moment if you have it? Well, I'd say my favorite thing about the campus in general is how nice everyone is and how small it is and you get to know everybody basically. Um, but like one of my favorite moments, not in particular, but would be like our first season coming back from like 20 years of not having sports at Penn Station Lingo. So like, just like those first couple games or like those games in general, since everyone was there and it was so exciting and it was one of my, it was my first college basketball games. So it's like one of my favorite memories with everyone being there and it being so loud inside the gym, um, at home games. So that's it. That's a good those memory. Some, those are some of my favorite memories, too. Those were fun. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to in-person competition again because those were such fun games. 
Yeah. Uh, JB, I'm going to ask you a super annoying question that probably everybody is going to ask you at some point um, from the moment you're close to graduation until quite honestly, who knows? So what are you planning on doing after graduation? Um, so once I get my degree from here, I'll probably be going to Slippery Rock um, to get a teaching degree um, because I want to teach inside of a high school. Um, I do like little kids, but I think I'd be, I'd fit better into a high school situation. Um, my major at Penn Station Egg right now is LAS, which is Letters, Arts, and Sciences with a theme of Health and Human Services. So I wanted to become a gym teacher, but honestly, like there's so many ways to live this life. I have no idea um, exactly what's gonna happen after I graduate from Penn State. I think that's the hardest <laughs> question. Honestly, like I'm, I graduated college in 2004. It's now 2021. Like that question is still lingering in my mind. Cause I'm just like, okay, like 10 years down the road, what do I want to be doing? All those kinds of things. Like, I feel that question is always there. And I think it's so difficult to ask a brand new graduate who has been in school for a long time. Okay. Like now what do you want the rest of your life to look like? And like you just said, there are so many ways to live life. There are so many options yeah. out there, which is great. I love that there's so many options for everybody. It's overwhelming at times too. Like, okay, yep. I can do anything now. What, it, what do I want to do? Yeah. Yeah. I take it day by day. Like I, if I tend to think on like the future, I do, I, I get super overwhelmed. So mm -hmm. they get slow. Understandable. If, if you do end up going the teacher route, I no doubt you will be a phenomenal teacher. Thank you. You kind of like that, like very, you're like a very calming person. Like even just your tone is always very like calming and neutral. It's, it's quite relaxing. I mean, I feel very relaxed. In the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, I also didn't mention that, um, and this is totally my fault, but JB actually joined SGA this year and like I said, he's a very calming presence. He's very honest. Like he will give you an answer. Um, and, and I guess JB, where I'm going with this is, you know, what made you want to get involved this year? Well, I'm also involved in the PSAC, which is uh, the Student Academic Advisory Council or Student Athlete Advisory Council. Council. Um, so I think I was a part of that last year as well, but I wasn't a part of SGA. Um, to be honest, it is overwhelming to be in a couple groups, but um, just I've been asked a bunch outside of groups. Um, like in the past years at Penn Station, people were telling me that I should do it. And that since, like you said, I do, I kind of, like I'm not afraid to talk or tell someone or what I think. Um, so I just thought that I could be a, uh, a good addition to the SGA. And especially this year, it's so out of whack being virtual and stuff like that. I think I thought I could uh, give my calming voice to other people. It's much appreciated, JB. It really is. <laughs> You're welcome. JB, what's one of the things that you were hoping to like accomplish this, this senior year that maybe was a little bit more challenging because of just 
the nature of this year with COVID and being remote. What's one thing that you wanted to accomplish, but maybe was a little bit challenging? Maybe you did get to accomplish it, or maybe you're still waiting to accomplish it. Um, well, speaking like uh, athletically, obviously we didn't have our season mm-hmm. this year for, and this would um, would have been my last year at Penn State. So, and I wasn't honestly planning to play basketball more than three years. It's like a lot of work, a lot of stress on my my mind and having to think about when practices are and when games are and thinking about all the preparation. Um, but I did want to go and get, uh, win the championship at, for the PSAC. Um, but obviously we didn't get to do that. Um, but yeah, that's about it. COVID stopped that from happening. And JB, can you tell me more about what your role is with that? I, I, I don't want to script the title, but I know you're like the representative for, the student athlete, whatever. Yeah. Can you just tell me like a little bit about what that is and, and what you do? Um, well, the PSAC committee or the student athlete advisory council for the PSAC, um, we basically are a group of student athletes from each campus that basically come together every week and work together and try to figure out ways of making sports better for Penn state. Um, so like either events, fundraising events, um, different kinds of just different kinds of ways that we can, and we all put our input in on what we think about the sports at our campuses and how we could make them better. Um, so we're just trying to make sports better overall, better for Penn State. That's awesome. Yeah, and me and Donique are the representatives for Penn State Shenango. Those are some pretty reps. That's yes. for sure. Yes. In fact, I think the one time on, um, was it Instagram? I think, did you have a takeover of the PSAC? Because I don't know if you had a takeover or they mentioned you. Um, they probably mentioned me, but I also had a takeover and also had an interview with okay. the uh, uh, Ryan, which is, I think he's the commissioner for the PSAC. So okay. yeah, I, was, I was up on there a couple of times. I think I had a post, so. yeah. Because I follow the piece second and then one day I was looking and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's babies. And that was really, I mean, that's cool to see a Shenango yeah. student on, on the PSAC site and everything. So good job. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Takeover. Uh, so this is similar to a question that I ask a lot of our guests, but anytime I can get a student athlete on, it's um, a little bit more interesting to me. Um, what have you've been an athlete most of your life so what has you know i don't want this to sound like you know some sort of like grandiose thing but like what has you know what has being an athlete taught you like what has playing sports most of your life taught you um i think it's taught me to work for things that i want um so in the sense that nothing's going to be handed to you in this definitely in the sport of basketball um you have to put in the work to get good at it. And yeah, I think like discipline with being on a team, you know, being on a team, having to work with others, work together. And um, yeah, and to like listen to instructions and just being able to follow orders and all those, all the good, I think playing on a sports team gives you a lot of good, like I know a lot of like our 
previous head coach, which is uh, Jeff Evans, he um, he said he'd hire an athlete over someone that's not an athlete if they put it on their resume, just because of all the things that, like all things college athletes have to go through and have to um, make sure like you're on time and all that type of stuff that you gain with being a, an athlete. So I think there's a, it teaches you a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the, one of the things about, you know, sports in, in general that it teaches you a lot of lessons. I know we've asked Gianna in the past, like what has golf taught you? And I think, you know, not, not to say that you can't learn these lessons elsewhere, but I think sports, it teaches you lessons very quickly. Um, and I think that's awesome. Questions from the, the, the Panut Gallery. I have lots of questions, but they're for the good of the group. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to stall to give Djack some time to log on. I know. Because I was thinking he'd pop on any minute now. You know what, JB, I'm gonna ask it. <gasps> I mean oh, there there's Djack while he's coming on. I need I just need one, I need one um locker room story. <laughs> I am. I want to know what happens in the locker room during halftime and after the game. <laughs> I just want to know. Like, give me one story. I don't want you to break any bro code. I just need. Uh, I need a story. I don't know exactly, but all I know is when we had our first head coach, there was a lot of yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just there was like a lot of yelling. Yeah. Arthur Jackson. <laughs> um <laughs> it was just like a such a calm guy and such like a, a laid back guy that like I think it was like he would if he was yelling at Arthur and Arthur would just he would just be such like a, a calm guy about it. So like I just think it's just nothing really crazy I don't think ever happened inside of our locker room with or without the coaches motivational speeches some of them involving yelling i get it i love a good arthur jackson story DJ knows that i'm a sucker for a good arthur jackson story man i really am <laughs> i feel like isaac told a story when he was on i don't know maybe i'm getting uh, our guests confused i'm not sure i forgot isaac was even on the team <laughs> <laughs> i love isaac um that's what I needed right there. <laughs> I forgot yeah. Isaac was on I the think team. that's why I think that's why I asked that because Isaac wouldn't give me any information. And I think Donovan I, wouldn't give me any information. I'm just like, I get it. I get it. I think Isaac would have remembered more than I would have. Um, but yeah, I I'd say. Yeah, I don't think I can remember any in particular, to be honest. I don't know if DJ can or will say anything about it, but I have a feeling DJ is gonna keep his I can't really. on this. Um yeah, I yeah, I'll start this one off because because JB is my guy. Um can you tell us and the listeners about your love affair of vegetables and, and how that got started? <laughs> okay, so I didn't eat vegetables until I was 21 years old <laughs> or fruits. Um, and we were at a dinner one time with whenever Andre Smith was our coach and David Jackson was still the assistant, is the assistant coach. 
was assistant coach at the time, and Isaac Grinnell had his sister come to that dinner, and I was, I think, I don't know who told Andre Smith that I didn't eat vegetables or fruits, but then when they did, he then he questioned me about it, and I said I eat gummies, like vitamins, like multivitamins, <laughs> like gummies. He's like, what's I got to do with vegetables? And I was like, and then it's just, it just became a thing where they would always ask me if I ate my gummy. <laughs> um, so I guess I was the multivitamin person, but then I started eating vegetables and fruits and now they can't say it anymore. To, to be fair, to be fair, we were at Hosses and, you know, everybody had the option to get the salad bar which has salad, soup, rolls, all that good stuff. So it wasn't just vegetables. So JB, who only eats uh, chicken tenders and pasta, nothing else at the time, you know, I, I remember I asked him, I said, JB, why don't you go to the salad bar? He says, I, I don't eat vegetables. I was like, JB, there's like rolls up there, there's soup, like breadsticks, you just go get it. He's like, no, nah, I have my gummies. I was like, what, what is, what does that have to, I said, what does that have to do with any of the, all the stuff that was out there? So it's been, it's been a running joke, uh, you know, for the three years that JB has been here, you know, every time I see him, I ask him, you take his gummies. Like, yeah, I'll take my gummies. But yeah, li literally for like that, that whole first year, <laughs> JP, like he, he ate like chicken tenders and spaghetti and like that, that was it. Dude's the pickiest eater ever. We would go and be like, Hey, um, you know, we go places to eat and be like, hey, JB, you know, get something to eat and be like, I'm good. <laughs> and oh, another another JB story. I don't, I don't even know if he remembers this, but this is the weirdest thing ever. So we go to Subway to get like food. So, you know, we're, we're going and we want them to eat. So like everybody gets like a foot long sub, a chips and a drink or whatever. So we go up there. Everybody's getting their foot long sub. So here comes our old buddy JB. JB comes up there. What's that? I'm talking about the sliders. I am. I'm talking about it. So we come in here. Everybody order. Everybody gets like the foot long sub, chips, drink, all that stuff. JB comes in with these with these sliders, these meatball sliders that are probably like like this big. I said, I was like JB. I was like, what are you doing? Get a sub. He's like, I just want some sliders. I was like, I was like, so you got meatballs and, and cheese on these these little baby sliders. I was like, why didn't you just get a, a foot long meat meatball sub? It's the same. It's literally the same ingredients in a meatball sub, but way tinier on a slider. He's like, I just wanted a slider. It's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I stopped asking questions from that point on. <laughs> oh gosh, JB, what vegetables do you like now? Um, I can eat all the vegetables, but like, I like <laughs> some, I just, I don't, I still don't like them, like them, but like, I don't hate them. I do eat them. Like I'll eat broccoli sometimes. I'll eat, I put like, I'll eat boiled spinach. So it's like smaller. Obviously it shrinks, um, make <laughs> soup with it. So, but yeah. But you won't go into a restaurant and order a salad. No, I'm not too big fan of salad, but I'll put like, when I get my cheeseburgers now, I'll put tomatoes and lettuce on them. Um, but no, I don't really like salads too much. That's awesome. Good luck in PE. <laughs> when you're teaching health classes. 
That's awesome. I love it. That just made my whole day. I'm not a huge fan of salads either, so I'm with you. (laughs) Thank you, Bruce. (laughs) But JB, um, you know, what was your most memorable game and why? Game? Yeah. Individual, individual, just just your your most memorable individual game. I like playing at Westminster. I like playing in that tournament. Um, but I think trying to go to overtime against Arthur Jackson, probably one of my favorite moments shooting the ball. So that was probably one of my favorite games playing against Arthur. And yeah. I think that was probably about that was probably one of my favorite games to play. But also, I liked the Westminster tournament in general. Yeah. So JB, correct me if I'm wrong, but you you hit a big shot. It was either a game winner or something to, to to send us to overtime. Was that that game we played them? Yeah, it was against. I, Ken. Yeah, that was that one. So yeah, JB JB knocked it down. For as for as much flack as is you know we like to give JB for. Um, you know, his, his vegetables and his, his on the court exploits. Um, you know, one thing throughout, you know, his time here is, is that I really respect about him is that he really worked hard. You know, he's the first guy in the gym, um, you know, last guy to leave, um, you know, may not be the most talented, but, you know, he's not going to be outworked. And I always respected that. So, um, you know, for him to be the first, you know, guy that, um, you know, we, we started with, you know, to graduate three years later, um, you know, is, is a big accomplishment to him. So, you know, hats off to uh, the legendary JB, a.k.a. John Brown. Thank you. And I still don't know why you call me that. The legendary, the myth, the legend. Okay, so so you're, you're, you're almost, you're on your way out. So this is, I mean, I don't know. I just hopped on, so I don't know what you covered before I got here, but we're getting all the PTP exclusives. <laughs> I call, I call, I call JB the legendary because his exploits and ridiculousness on and off the courts are legendary. So I just say the legendary John Brown, because you can go through every, every single day, um, you know, whether it be game or practice or whatever, JB is either going to do something or say something that is utterly ridiculous. So, so now it's just legendary. You know, anytime you talk to him, it's going to be legendary because you know, le- the level of ridiculousness is, is legendary. It's, it's unpredictableness. <laughs> I agree. I feel like my answers aren't always the normal list. <laughs> JB, I'll agree with that, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll co-sign that, but it's in a good way, in the best way possible. I'm, I'm glad I know now <laughs> because I'm, I'm unique. Yeah. I'm legendary. Yes. Very true. I feel like we have questions that are coming up that can provide some very unique responses. Yeah, let's let's tie a bow on the on the you know the hot seat for JB and let's move on to Triple M where we can you know get more unique answers from JB. Let's do it. First question. First question. If you had to pick a new name for yourself, what would it be? But I'll let you go first, JB. What I've always thought of name if someone was named Camo. I don't know if that'd be cool or not, like camouflage. Yeah. So camo. I don't know. 
Like, would you want Camo Brown? My name. But I don't know. I don't know what I'd change my name to. I kind of like probably just John, not Jonathan, to be honest. Because everyone calls me John Brown anyways. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> you change your name to whatever you want. He says John. There it is, the legendary. Probably, yeah. Definitely just John, actually. Just John. No more Jonathan. <laughs> John Camo Brown. Oh. Polia, what about you? Oh, gosh. I have no idea. This, this, is, a, this is a truly random question. <laughs> um, I mean, I think very highly of myself. You weren't Andrew or Andy, who would you be? I think I just want like some like really unique title. Like Drew? No, like Prince or King. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So you want to be a ruler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just, I don't even care after that. It can be, it can be my name, Andy or Andrew. Or you just, just, you're more interested in the title. Like I want to be yeah, the like, title. Like Prince Andrew, I think would be sweet. Wow. I think very highly of myself, so. <laughs> sure, I Andrew. A, I don't think a lot of people think very highly about that specific royal, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on from there. Oh, is it a royal? Is that already a person? Prince Andrew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I don't follow the royal family. You know what? Yeah, I, take I, I, would just, I would just go with pick a different name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Not that Yeah. One. Yeah. Something else. We'll, we'll talk about that after the podcast. <laughs> you could be Prince uh, Patrick. There you go. <laughs> Your name would literally be PPP. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> what? <laughs> oh, gosh. She cubed. Bruce uh, Rainier. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've always liked my name. But, uh, I mean... I have a ton of nicknames. Some of them I don't know quite why they've become nicknames, but other ones, yeah. You're gonna stick with Bruce. Like Brussels sprouts. Yeah, like that. Brussels, Brussels Rainier. Yeah. Yeah. Ruth. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Brian. Ruth. <laughs> Brian Ruth. Oh my gosh. D Jack, what about you? Um, simple one. I moved David to be my middle name. My first name would be King, and I make everybody call me King David Jackson. <laughs> wow! Oh my God, so Prince Prince Polio and King Jackson. No, King David Jackson. King, King David, David Jackson, full name. Oh yeah, David. You know, full name. <laughs> wow. I love it. I'm so sorry, I went with the guys first. <laughs> What the heck would you say then? Like, what would be so? Your... So I was supposed to be. I was due, like I guess, like Christmas Eve, and my mom, I guess, had like had picked um, Natalie, oh. and I was like, "Oh, that'd be fun, like Natalia." I'm like, "Oh, that sounds like cool." I'm like, "How the heck did you get Melissa?" I don't know. That's just a very underwhelming name. I just feel like it's just like nothing <laughs> special, and so I'm just like. Man, I could have been a Natalia. Like, that would have been cool. I would have made people call me that. Like, if anyone said Nat or Natalie, I'd be like, it's Natalia. So you want something exotic? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Not Melissa. 
Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just a very common, <laughs> I don't know. It's like a typical 80s name. I feel like it's a typical 80s name. Gianna or Lagaya, what about you two? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, <laughs> it's a, this is a hard question, but I'm really not sure. I get renamed a lot, though. You? Yeah. yeah, I get Gianni, Giovanni. Gina. Gina. <laughs> oh, Gina's off. Gina's, no, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I do have a question that I was saving for when Jack was back because I feel like this is a no, I feel like this is a no loophole question, Oof. but it's probably not true because I don't, my brain doesn't work this way, but would you rather, there are caveats, would you rather find $50 every day and have to spend it or spend it that day or find $25 every day but be able to save it? Now, before you say, I'm going to take the $50 and buy Visa gift cards or any type of gift card, I'm going to tell you, you can't do that. You have to actually spend the $50 every single day. There's no carryover money or... You get $25 every day, but you can spend it. So you can save it, you mean? I'm sorry, but you can save it, yeah. You can save the 25, but you have to spend the 50 every day. So with bills? that in mind, John Brown, you're up. How do you pay bills with the 50? Well, this is on top of your money that you already have. Oh, okay. This is just an additional, like you you find $50 every day, you have to spend it. It's like basically manna. Like you got to eat it that day and save it. Um, I'd say save the 25 because I don't know. I mean, this, sooner or later, you're going to run out of things to buy that's under $50. And then you can, you know, save the 25 over time and be able to buy things bigger than $50. I gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'm going to hold off. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go D-Jack last. Bruce Rayner, you're <laughs> up. I'd go with the, the 25 as well. Yeah. I find myself to be more of a saver than a spender. Yeah. So I think the $50 is probably actually driving me crazy. Gotcha. I'd be like, what do I do with this? Gotcha. I gotcha. Andy Pulio. Dave, for sure. I would Dave, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm agreeing with Bruce. I think I'm a saver. And if I had $25 and I didn't spend a single dollar of it by the end of the year, I'd be able to pay off probably my student loans. <laughs> that's, really, that's really good thinking. Without touching It's my, just an additional $25 a day that you get. That's true. Which if you figure that's a pretty good chunk of change. Yeah. $9,125. Yeah. You could also just make a $50 a day payment onto your student bill. That's true. I could do that. You could hey. do that. Win-win. Win-win. Okay. Gianna, do you have one? I'd probably save it. Save it? Yeah. Okay. So we, got whole, <laughs> we got a whole bunch of savers on here. I'm going with the one and only D. Jackson. Um, I mean, I feel like saving is the easy answer, um, and I'm not going to do easy. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the $50. Okay. 
I'm going to take the $50 a day and I'm going to supplement that for my food. So I'm just going to buy my food with that $50 a day. I'm going to take my grocery budget and I'm going to invest it and make more money than all of you saving your $25 a day. <laughs> Loophole. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was good. That was good. Wow. I, I feel like all of you have failed to mention that if you had $50 a day and you couldn't spend it, you could always give it away to someone else. Well, not, <laughs> not one of you said that. So yeah, I'm just a little happening. concerned about your generosity on this podcast right now. You're that's like, no, that's not happening. I honestly don't. I mean, if I had like 50 oh. like I just get handed a $50 bill every day and I don't spend it. I'd like to say that I'd like give it to someone else, but truth be told, I, I probably forget all about it. And then I'd be like, where are my $50 at? You go. It's gone. Oh, I don't hey, know. Uh, I'd probably go with the 25 so I can save it like everyone else did. Cause I'm not a saver. I'm a spender. But like you all said, like there's only so many things under $50 that you want to buy. Before that's true. Like, I need more than $50 to buy this. So yeah, it'd be tough. That would be tough. You uh forgot to ask Travis what his uh opinions are on these questions. Oh, what do you think Travis should change his name to? What so weird to? silence. What? It's so weird, silence. What kind of name do you think he'd want? Uh oof. I, I almost feel like I should stay away from this area because okay, I think that's a good idea. We'll it'll just on. have to be cut out anyways. Yeah. Do you think he'd, do you think he'd take the $50 or the 25? He'd probably go 25. Yeah. 25. You, you can't buy a Jeep of $50. No, so, no. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's like, no. I'll save up. I'll save up my $25 so I can fix up my Jeep. Or buy a fifth house. <laughs> okay, last question. Um, what trait do you like most about yourself? It's time for some inward reflection. JB, you're our very special guest. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm teeter-tottering between humbleness and um, I was going to say generosity, but I think I'm leaning more towards being humble. Okay. That's so, a good one. I would say humble is a good one since you decided to not give $50 away to somebody else out of generosity. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Would your friends call you humble? I'd say yeah. Okay. I don't think I'm a too much of a bragger. I don't even whenever my grandparents or my parents or anybody asks me about like how I did during a game or something, I'm just like I don't even want to talk about it. Like in general, like I just it's not that important to me. Gotcha. I can see. So yeah. I mean everything's important to me, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Talking about it's not that important. I gotcha. I gotcha. D Jack, what's your favorite trait about you? Um, 
I always figure stuff out. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's, you always find, I always find a solution um, no matter what randomness gets thrown or, you know, problems that need to be solved. Just, you know, kind of just be able to figure it out and make it work one way or another. That's probably my favorite trait about you too. You can always figure out a problem. He really does. Yeah. You're good at problem solving. Yep. Bruce Rainier, what about you? Maybe loyal. Mm-hmm. Like, always treat my friends the way they treat me. So, as long as you treat me right, I'll, I'll be there for you, thick or thin. Um, yeah. Loyalty. Got it. King Polio. I think just taking perspective, like whether that's like me trying to understand where the other person's coming from or just taking perspective of like what's truly important. Um, I think I can always take a step back and just, you know, realize this isn't a big deal or this is a big deal. Um, but I just think just taking perspective is something that I've very thankful that I have. Gotcha. I like it. Deanna, what about you, young lady? Well, I can agree with Andy. I mean, knowing what's important and then what you can like let roll off your back, really, it's not going to matter in the future, really. Just focus on like what's happening right now, really. Mm. I like it. Those are all good. And and you, Melissa Natalia Jean. Natalia Jean. See, what doesn't it sound so much better? It's fancy. It's pretty fancy. It would, yeah, it fits you. It's pretty fancy. Come on now. You're, fa- you're fancy. So yeah, it fits. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite, I don't know. My favorite trait. I don't know. I can just, I can find the bright side of any situation. I don't know. I always look to the bright side of things. So that's always one of my favorites, no matter like how people are treating you or what's going on around you. There's always good in people. There's always good in situations. So I don't know, just finding the good in, in people and in situations. That's, I think, I don't know. I really, I, I enjoy doing that. But those are my questions. What a thoughtful Triple M today. Yay! That was so great. Uh, thank you, Melissa. Ra, or you Natalia. are so welcome. <laughs> uh, let's swing back over to our special guest, the uh, SGA uh, senator, SGA member, um, you know, PSU AC all academic man, Dean's List man, uh, John Brown himself, or, or just- The graduating just, senior. Uh, so many accolades, hard yes. to uh, pin them all down. But JB, do you have any final words for our listeners? Well, I have a quote in my brain. That I like to tell. Um, it's a, uh, you can't have a rainbow without rain. Um, I think it's just like, it brings light to um, like, everything's not perfect. There's going to be struggles, but then there's also going to be good things like the rainbow. Um, so there's like good and bad, but I think there's that. And then I would just say for everyone to be themselves, be unique and just be different because everyone's put on this earth to be different and like society's brings I think society's view on things makes everyone want to conform to one thing and you should try to be different 
a deep bag. I like it. it. Very true. Well, let me thank you, JB, for joining us today and um, entertaining us and answering our, our questions. And uh, I have to be honest, I think that getting to know you over the last few years has been a pleasure. Um, you know, watching you play has been awesome. And, you know, I, you, you will definitely be missed. Um, and we hope that when you do graduate, that's not the last time you come to campus. Uh, although realistically, we understand that, you know, life goes on. But uh, JB, you'll be missed, man. Your humor. Um, and like I said before, just your presence, your, your vibe is, is always one that's very positive and it's very welcome, especially in our office. So thank you for so much, man. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome. I was, I'm glad to share. Awesome. Well, that'll wrap us up, uh, you know, as we enter uh, the weekend and, you know, your final weeks and we head towards uh, finals week, uh, we hope to give you some more information, but and um, we'll be back next week for another uh, wonderful episode where I'm sure we'll talk about commencement. And um, so stay safe, stay healthy, most importantly, stay kind. Peace out. <laughs> S-H-K. Oh, gosh. Be kind. Be kind. A lot of work, lot of work if you had it. <laughs> oh, I came at that. Stop it.